Amen. Well, I called everybody in here. Look, we got toddlers and everything. Everyone in here. Amen. I wanted uh, to have everybody in here. We have, uh, we've had quite a year, and I want to go over that some. And uh, the Lord has done great things for Boomerang this year. I mean, he has done some great, great things. And I just want you to look through it and let's give him praise for it. And, uh, you know, one of the things I just want you to think, where were we at a year ago? Some of you weren't here. Some of you were. But a year ago, we were in a different building. Everything looked differently. As a matter of fact, coming up to the end of the year, uh, there was a portion that seemed almost discouraging. And then we turned a corner. And that turning of the corner was a hunger after God and a going after Him. And at the beginning of the year, we, we fasted and we prayed. And it was the first time that I'd called a corporate fast because it's the first time that the Holy Spirit had told me to do that. And we fasted and we prayed and the Lord showed us what to do. He showed us how to do it and He set us up to launch and he set us up to take off. And so just looking at this year, I want you to see some of the things that God has done. You know, uh, this morning I was listening to Bishop Oyedipo and he said, I never said, I never say it's my church because the Lord said this. He said, I will build my church. It's his church. This is, this is, we belong here, but it's not ours. It's, we're not the owners of it. He is the owner. It's his church. I, I want him to build his church, not my church, right? Because that's what he said. I will build my church. Amen. And I want you to see some of the things and you can shout and worship him and celebrate as these things go on. And, uh, look, let's look at the first thing. The first thing he told us to do was to start life groups. And did we start life groups? Yeah, we did. And I want you to know that's where it's happening. And I'm, let me just tell you this, starting at the beginning of the year, uh, you will have life groups this week, but then there'll be two weeks without life groups, right? Uh, it'll be the last week of the year and the first week of the new year. And then we'll jump right back into life groups. And we've got some really exciting stuff that's going to be happening there. We're going to be getting some new material. Uh, the Lord, I was praying about some stuff and he showed me, he, we're going to get John Bevere's The Bait of Satan and Driven by Eternity. And those are coming in and they will both be, uh, one life group will do one, then they'll switch and then they'll do the other. And this is some awesome material that God told us to get right now. And so that'll be different than the way we've been doing it. But life groups is where activation happens. It's where growth happens. I saw more growth and more family in the life groups this year than i ever seen in eight years before. And, and God was just doing that. At the end today, if you're not in a life group, I'm going to have uh, Chris and Rachel and I'm going to have Brandon and Paige uh, stand up and just welcome you. And if you don't have a life group, go and talk to them and meet them and connect to the life group. This is a critical part of our growth going forward. Amen. You need to be plugged into a life group. And uh, there's reasons why, and I can go over them later. We'll probably have some teaching on it at some point. But you need to be a part of a life group. Amen? All right. So he said, start a life group. We said, okay. Did we know what we were doing? 
No. (laughs) Did we care? No. We just want to be obedient to the Lord. And he showed up and he showed us what to do and how to do it. And we're excited about this. This next year is going to be really, really cool. And those, those materials, those training, they're awesome. All right. The next thing that happened was we got a new building. How many new buildings? I made this slide for future years because I want new buildings to be a number that we, you know, over in, uh, over in Nigeria and Lagos, they said buildings grow faster than trees. Why? Because God is not stingy. Right? He's looking for someone to show himself strong. And Lord provided this building. Somebody was asking me about it yesterday. I said, it is beautiful. What an honor to have it. And I was just this morning, Chris and I were standing there early this morning. I said, look at this place that God has given us. What a blessing. All right. So think about the things that we're going to be able to do with this building. I can remember years and years ago sitting there going, Lord, if I just had a building, what things we could do with it? And now we have one. And so let's go forward. Let's put it to good use. Let's plant this thing in the kingdom and watch what God can do. Amen? Amen. And then he told us to launch a university. So did we launch Impact University? Yeah. So we launched that. This is more big stuff. This is, we have degrees, we have associates, bachelors, and even masters in this. And this year, we have 15 new students in Impact University. That's amazing. You know, they, they told us as a satellite, we're a satellite campus of the Impact up near Winston. They said, we just really would like to see you start with five. I was like, okay, we'll believe for that. And uh, now we have 15 students right now, and uh, we'll be starting the next semester uh, in the first week of January. It's going to be great. Uh, things, how many Impact students? Will you raise your hand? Glory to God. And here's the thing. Have you gotten something out of it? Is it different than what you thought it would be? Yeah. Amen. It's awesome. And if you're not a part of it or you'd like to be a part, see Deb over here uh, raising her hand. So we want to just grow. The thing about it is not just having a number of students. It's about growing in the word because out of the word, our life flows. And we want to grow in the things of God. And it doesn't matter. Listen. I I can't tell you, there's been a number of students already, they're like, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen financially. That's not what it's about. It's about, did God tell you? Because if he told you, he'll make a way. So if you believe that God's leading you to do that, you just talk to Deb and we'll see how God can help move you to that point. Have we had anybody that decided that that they had heard from the Lord that's not there? No, everyone that didn't know how, they're all in class now. So it doesn't matter if you think you've got it all planned out or you know how to logically do it. If you need to grow and God's leading you, we want you there. We're having a lot of fun. Amen. All right, so now, then we look at this, the outreach events. We had one new outreach event, but we had four total outreach events. One was Spring Fest, and then we had uh, the Celtic Festival. We gave out water and the love of God. And then we did that at the Agri-Civic Center. And then we did it again at the uh, Stanley County Fair. And in that process, uh, we just want to love on people. We have people that want to, hey, can we give you something for loving on us? Because we pass out bottles of water and stuff like that. And uh, we said, no, 
No, we don't want to receive an offering. We just want to give. We want to serve. And so this year we gave approximately uh, 3,200 bottles of water away. So glory to God. 3,200 times where we reached across the table and said, basically, look, Jesus loves you. He wants, he wants to love on you. We love you. A smile, some love out of our heart, and have a great day. The world needs some blessing like that. And that raises how many times, you know, how many times this year did we have people come up to us and say, thank you so much for what you're doing. It was over and over a lot. Amen. Yeah, it opened a lot of doors for us. That, and that's what it is. We just want to be, remember, this is something the Lord said to me years ago. He said, he said, I'm looking for people that will do the right things for long periods of time. That's where the power is. When people will decide to do right things for long periods of time. All right, here's, here's another thing. Through Boomerang this year, we were able to give, through the people of Boomerang, over seven vehicles now this year have been given to people. That's awesome. You've done this. You guys have done this. All right, and then, uh, let's see here. In 2017, since the Lord gave us a word, remember the life is in the word. He gave us a word. We preached a series. We started tracking. And since that period of time, at the end of January, basically, we have had over $123,000 in the members and partners of Boomerang's lives where their salaries have increased. So every year, it's $123,000 more this year than it was at the beginning of this year. So now, from this point forward, that's not just one-time bonuses, that salary increases. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. So then, not only that, but he told us to erase... Did I skip any? Good, I'm on target. Good. And uh, so then he told us to believe God to erase debt supernaturally. And uh, y'all started giving us... Remember, I said at the beginning of the year, I said, Hey, write it down. What are you believing for? To go away. What kind of debt are you believing for to go away? Well, there were people that were watching the series online too and some of our partners and stuff like that. And they called in. They said, look, I got some debt. I got some debt. You guys put it down. They put it down. The total right now is 900000 plus of debt that's been completely erased. That's in 11 months. Glory to God. That's amazing. I tell other pastors that and they go, what? I said, yeah. And then they go, tell me what you're doing. I'm like, well, we're listening to God. Amen. And we're being obedient. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And then we had, sir? I wanted to add to that number. Okay. Um, we're new to the church. We weren't here when y'all made that commitment. Yeah. But um, I've listened to the whole Get Out of Debt series by Cash. Yeah. Praise God. So now that's 917,000 plus that's supernaturally been erased. Glory to God. That's awesome. Hold up. That's good stuff. Now high five. There you go. Good stuff. Amen. But see, when faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, and when you see it in the word that God doesn't want you in a bondage of debt, and he does want you to increase, your life changes. It changes. You open up the door to receive like that. You, you know, been here for, what, two months, and God's already moved in that kind of way. That's awesome. That's glory to God. 
So then, miracles, healings, fillings of God and freedom, they've been abundant. I mean, just abundant. I just want to say this. This year, in 2017, if, a couple of things, you were filled with the Spirit here, or you were refilled with the Holy Ghost this year, will you raise your hand? If the Holy Spirit overflowed you this year. Amen. Look at that. There's much. We need more filling of the Holy Ghost. That's what empowers us to live like Jesus. Amen. And then, this is the most important one to me. This is the one I love. 2017, so far, year's not over. Commitments to Jesus. Over 351. (laughs) Glory to God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Looks like we got multiple things happening up there. Amen. <laughs> All right. 351 commitments to Jesus. Now, is that as good as we're going to get? No. No. no, that's the beginning. Yep. That's just the beginning. Next year, I'm believing for over a thousand commitments to yeah. Jesus, right? Yep. And it, I want them to continue to happen in the services, on the streets, at outreach events. We want to influence other people and other churches to start raising their ability to win souls, right? We are a boomerang church, a house of love and prayer, living in abundance, winning souls and making disciples for Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. That's who we are. And we want to win those souls and make those disciples. So glory to God. Now, listen, all of that is you. It's God in you causing these things to happen. None of that could happen without Jesus moving on your heart and empowering you to do that. And I just want to say for Nicole and I, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And right now I I wanted to say this. If you, if you have ever in this past year, in 2017, you've been here at the church and you have been cleaning, like you, not just everybody's here, but you've come to the church just to help clean the church. Will you stand up? Don't make me call on you. Now, everybody, these are folks that have helped make this place clean on Sundays, and I want you to give them a hand. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. If you have ever, in 2017, helped park a car, will you stand up? (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Thank you. If you have, in 2017... Passed a bottle of water over a table at an event. Will you stand up? (laughs) Amen. Thank you. That's good, good stuff. Amen. Glory to God. If you've ever been behind a computer or a camera or an audio board, will you stand up? Including the ones that are back there. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 
if you have, hey, <laughs> if you have shared something on Facebook that Boomerang's up to or that God's up to in this year, 2017, will you stand up? Amen. That is a big deal. It's a big deal. Thank you. Or on any social media. All right, here's a big one. Yay! Here's a big one. If you have helped in super kids or youth, will you stand up? Nursery, nursery, toddlers, super kid, youth. Glory to God. That's awesome. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. If you are life group leaders or have led a, one, a night of life group, will you stand up? Amen. If you've ever led a lesson in the life group, good job. That's awesome. You see, without you, without you, those numbers don't happen. Without you doing that, those numbers don't happen. Now, would they happen if you never did anything? Well, sure, because God will find other people. But you picked up the call and said, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. And in the next year, we're going to need to be even more obedient to reach the things that God's called us to do. This morning, I wake up. You know, I'm literally, I, I'm sleeping and I hear my name called. And I'm like, Hello, what do you want? <laughs> you know, it was early. And he starts talking to me and giving me vision over the next year. It doesn't happen without us all being obedient. Now I want to say this. If you ever gave any of your time, or you gave any of your resources, or your energy at all, offerings, time, serving, in any way this year at all, Will you stand up? If you've given one penny this year, if you've served in any way, amen. Now look around and look at the participation that we have. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Without the resources pulled together, it does not happen and it does not work. At least not the way God plans for it to. He'll find other people, but praise God, he doesn't have to look past us. Amen. He does not have to look past us. We are a giving people like Nicole was talking about earlier. We are a giving, giving people. Now, what I'd like to do right now is I'd like to, if you are a part of the leadership team, the ELT, you and your spouse, please come up here.
Y'all stay there. Y'all may not know it, but there's a ton of those numbers that are directly related to hours and hours and hours that the leadership team and their spouses give on behalf to help serve you. Hours and hours and time that they give. They volunteer. Why? To serve the mission of Christ, to build his church, to work with him. Work. Work is something that's needed by somebody. If we're going to accomplish what Jesus has called us to do. And these guys have accepted to do that. And given and given and given and given and given and given. And you need to know that most of what happens here happens because of their hand to the thing. Their planning, their thought, their work. They're watching, watching kids, they're overseeing, making sure that details aren't left out. And they've risen to the challenge and have done an amazing job. And I'm so pleased with y'all. And I just want to tell you, it blesses me. Y'all bless me. And I appreciate you. And I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. Because <laughs> it, takes, it takes, even if Chris is here, if Chris is here or Deb's here and their spouse is not here with them, right? That's, that's an effort on the spouse's behalf as well. And we recognize that. And we thank you. So thank you, guys. Those numbers don't happen without you. And they'll only get greater based off of the seeds that you have sown. From now through eternity... There will be fruit that's eternal because of what you've sown and because of what you will sow. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. So. Those are pretty good numbers, huh? Yeah. And in this new year, we're going to need people to make sure that they step up to the plate. We need you to engage. We need more help in children's ministry. We need more people at life groups. We need more life groups, Amen. right? Yeah. We, need, we need more people in audio and video. And we need more people in the parking lot. And we need more people greeting, yeah. right? That's one I missed. If you were a greeter, will you please stand up? If you greeted this year and helped. Good job. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. If you were on the worship team, please stand up. That's another thing. That's one I didn't put up there. We didn't have a worship team, but now we do. Thank you, guys. Aren't they doing an awesome job? Glory to God. I was trying to go through and remember everything that everybody did. And I was like, oh, my goodness, there's a lot that happened this year. There's so much that happened. It was hard to remember it all. There was so much. The Connection Show. Yeah. If you've helped set up Connection Show, or you spent any time on the Connection Show, will you stand up? <laughs> uh, stand up, JD. Stand up. 
Tim back there. Abigail. Stand up, J.D. Sherman back there. All of these guys have helped make that happen. Good job. Just this weekend, somebody else walked up to me and said, I'm hearing you on the radio. Y'all are doing such a good job, and it's really blessing me on the Connection Show. It's, it's, we're reaching people in places that we don't even have a clue about. We're planting seeds that if nobody else sees, God sees. Amen. We're being obedient to do what he's called us to do. And this year we've started to do more than we have ever had before. Amen. And the Lord is leading us to more, to deeper places, yes. higher growth, levels that we've never hit before. This is one of the things that I think is happening right now is I think that the, the seeds are being planted, planted. And you're going to understand this in a minute. But the rain has started and the streams have begun. Yes. And you'll see what I mean in a minute. But it happens because just like in that video earlier, Mary said yes. We have people that said yes. And we need more to say yes more often when it's right. Not to everything, but to open up their heart for the Lord to press them outside their comfort zone and say, yes, I need to help drive that vision forward. I need to help Boomerang be the house of love and prayer that it's called to be. I need to help all of the people, not just myself, but everybody live in abundance. I need to help win souls personally and corporately, and I need to help in the disciple-making process. That takes people saying yes. And I applaud you this year. Nobody else clapped. But at Boomerang, I just want to tell you this. I applaud you, and I am so pleased with you for what you've done this year. I want to say that as pastor to you guys, to the body. I'm so pleased with you, and I thank you. And don't, don't clap. I just want, I want to tell you, I'm pleased with you. You guys have done awesome. And I believe in you for what God's called us to. There's more and more and more, and you've just seen the beginning of what he's opening up. And the numbers will multiply and exponentially increase as we continue to go forward. Not only that, but the individual giftings that's inside of you will start to rise up to be who God's called you to be. So that when God paints the corporate picture of Boomerang, all the pieces will be in place. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Because everybody is being blessed and utilized by God. That's where we're going in 2018. And I'm excited to go there with you. Amen? Amen. We can dismiss the toddlers and the nursery. Thank you guys for coming in. And thank you for serving today. Amen? <laughs> so many times I have parents come to me and say, Well, I, we were going through this problem and my super kid told me, well, let's just pray about it. God will do it. And they'll go, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've heard that testimony. 
Our super kids are, are learning great things about the Lord. Stuff that you and I might not have known till we are an adult. And yet here they are knowing it as a child, walking in it. Because they're there every week and being fed uh, by these people that said yes to serve. Even when they didn't necessarily feel called to, uh, to kids. Like I remember when I first asked Deb to go, she was like, me? Kids? And yet she's done a great job. The Lord knew what he was talking about. He told me to put her there. And she's done great. And because of that, they're growing in the Lord. They, they know the other day we were going down the road and Luke started singing a song about Jesus. I didn't, I don't know if I knew it or I hadn't heard it in a long time. I said, where'd you hear that? At church. He just, it's being ingrained about Jesus and how good he is. And that's an awesome thing because what a foundation, what a, what a great foundation to have for their life. Amen. Amen. Well, let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 2. I want to tell you a couple of things. About our announcements. Next week we're going to have a Christmas service and uh, they'll be on Christmas Eve and we'll have our normal service times on that morning. And then um, again, no Buma Chickas uh, in the month of December, but they'll come back in January. We will have men's group and life groups this week, uh, but then they'll skip two weeks. And then they'll come back. And when we start the life groups, we'll start in in that new material. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be great, great stuff. And uh, I believe that starts, what I put it down here, on the 10th and 11th. Yep. And then in, uh, we've talked about this in January. Starting on January 2nd through February 11th, we're doing the 40-day corporate fast. And start seeking the Lord if you haven't already on what you're supposed to do. What are you supposed to fast? We want to see the power of God move in our lives individually and at Boomerang. And I want you, we're going to come out, I'm going to come out with a 40-day kind of prayer directive uh, so that we can focus on prayer the same way. But also one of the things that we're going to do, we, do th- we did this when we uh, started to come in the building. Uh, we had 21 days of noontime prayer. And so we came in here from noon to one and we prayed. Well, we're going to do that during this fast on the weekdays. So every Monday through Friday, right, from January 2nd through February, I think it's 9th is the Friday. We're going to come in here at noon from noon to one and we're going to pray. And we're going to pray about the things that God's laid out for 2018. And this is what he said to me this morning. Because I was looking, Lord, what do you want to do? Because at the end of this fast... We're going to cap it all off with having a week-long revival, a week-long conference, so to speak, of such. And what we're going to do is we're going to invite the community. We're going to be doing some giveaways like we did at Springfest, and we're going to do some flyers on the door and invite the community. This is what the Lord's told me. He said, there's some people that I want to be at that revival, that want to be at that conference. 
that aren't going anywhere. They're sitting there. They're without a hope. Everything's always been the way it was to them. They have no hope. And yet they're going to find hope at that conference. And not only that, but I'm going to add to the church in that conference. He's going to add to it. And we're going to send some flyers out. We're going to need to mobilize and send some flyers out, put some flyers on some doors. And we're going to see some people come in and find Jesus and finally get some hope. And no matter what side of the tracks they grew up on, they're going to find the right one. And they're going to start living for him. And he said, I want that. I was asking the Lord for a theme. Lord, what, what is this theme for this conference? I, I understand. I have a basic understanding of what you want to do in it. But I want to know, what, what do you want me to call it? What do you want the focus of it to be? And this morning he said, when he woke me up, he said this. He said, I want you to call it Kickstart 2018. To kickstart our year, to get it kicked off in the right direction. This may be something that we do every year. I don't know. It, I think it actually will be the way that he told it to me. Every year we'll, we'll start the year with fasting and prayer. Set it off right. Consecrate the year to the Lord. And then end it by kickstarting into that. So as the preaching of the word gets inside of our system. That this is what he said to me. 2018 can be the best year of the rest. The best year you've ever had. That's how he said it. This can be the best year you've ever had. And I want to prophesy to you this morning. 2018 will be the best year you've ever had. In Jesus name. Boomerang. And just receive it. Get in reception mode this morning. Because it's going to be a prophetic morning. Alright. 2018 will be the best year you've ever had. Amen. And we're going to start it off, we're going to kickstart it through this prayer and fasting and this conference. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So let's look at, I want to talk to you today. I'm glad it's kind of a family day. And let's look at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 1. And we'll read 1 through 10. Therefore, putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Wow, it's a feel-good message today. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. In order for 2018 to be the best year that you have ever had, you're going to have to walk in verse 1. You're not going to get out of verse 1 and have the best year you've ever had. You've got to learn how to put down the flesh. Do you want 2018 to be a great year? Yes. Do you want it to be a great year for you? Yes. Do you want it to be a great year for Boomerang? Yes. Do you want to see those numbers grow? Yes. Then we've got to make sure we put down the flesh. Therefore, putting aside all malice, so all ill intent, all deceit. Deceit is is, uh, stretching the truth as well. It's not just like telling a bold-faced lie. It can just be adding a little bit to it or leaving a little bit out. All deceit, 
all hypocrisy. Oh yeah, I go to Boomerang Church. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. We live in the fullness of God. Screw you, Mr. Whatever. Boop, boop, boop. Hypocrisy. They're like, what did he just say? <laughs> we got to put that aside. We can't live like that. We got to forgive. All envy. All envy. All envy and all slander. That means we don't talk about people. That means if they get blessed and you don't, you're okay with that. Matter of fact, you celebrate it. You celebrate it. Well, they got given a car and I didn't. Well, glory to God, you're next in line. Keep believing. (laughs) Amen. Well, I gave more. Stop being envious of what God's told one person to give. You give what God's told. Be concerned about you. We got to put all that stuff aside. It sounds good when you're preaching it, but then when it gets down into our lives, it's got like this little stirring effect and it stirs up all the junk along with some of the good stuff, you know. And we got to let the bad stuff come to the top, scoop it off and get it out of there. Because we want the best year. Because let me tell you this. If we will live and have our very best year in 2018, this community can have its best year. And we're not here just for us. We're here for a community. We're here for a region. We're here to change the world. We're running our race. We're staying in our lane. Albemarle, Stanley County, North Carolina, that's our lane. And our job is to change it. Our job is to bring it up, to bring the light to it. But that takes us living where we're supposed to live. It takes us living the life that God's called us to be. It takes us getting rid of the mess, not being moved by emotion, but being moved by the Spirit of God. Amen? Like newborn babes long, long for it. For the pure milk of the word. So that you may grow in respect to salvation. Don't just get born again and then give up all of your hunger. Well, hunger to not go to hell. That's a great thing to start with. But it's not the ending point. I hunger, I long for. And he says, long like a newborn baby. Long like a newborn baby does. Y'all ever held the bottle away from a newborn baby for long? That newborn baby will let you know. That bottle deserves to be here in my mouth. It deserves to be right where it's supposed to be with me filling this belly. It says be that kind of Christian that longs like a newborn baby. Long for the pure milk of the word. You know what the pure milk of the word means? It means that I don't just make you feel good every Sunday. It means I don't just leave you where you're at. It means that I don't leave discipline to the side, but I'll talk about it. And you'll deal with it. You'll deal with discipline when God comes and talks to you. That's what it means. It means that when something comes up, you handle it right in yourself. You deal with it. You long for the pure milk, not just the good stuff, not just the feeling good stuff, all of it. 
You long for it like a newborn baby desires the milk. So you don't get to the best year you've ever had without dealing with some stuff. It doesn't happen like that. But the Holy Spirit will empower you. And just when you think I can't do this anymore, the Holy Spirit will empower you and strengthen you. And and all you've got to do is take the step. Let the Holy Spirit put the power, the foundation up underneath your feet. But you take the step in love. You take the step in love and trust that by the time your, your foot gets there, it will land on the solid power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Like newborn babies long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. If you have tasted of the kindness of the Lord. Most of us in here, I pretty much know everybody in here has prayed for Jesus to be their savior. So that's talking to every single one of us that we're all supposed to grow. We're all supposed to long for the pure milk of the word. We're not supposed to be satisfied just with a message that just all it does is exhorts us all the time, but never brings discipline. We're not supposed to be satisfied by that. We're supposed to be satisfied by the whole. It's kind of like, you know, milk doesn't have, you've got like 2% skim milk, this, that, and every other kind of, then you've got whole milk that's got it all in there. We got to have every bit of it, whether we like it or not. We need the whole milk, the pure milk of the word. We need all the nutrients it brings, whether we like them in our flesh or not. That's how we move into that year. Now that kind of gives you a little bit of a, of a starting place. But then where he's going, he's talking about you. And coming to him as a living stone. Which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. Boomerang Church, you are choice and precious in the sight of God. Each one of you are choice and precious in the sight of God. You're not expendable. You are not expendable. We need you. We believe in you. God needs you. And God believes in you. He's chosen you to do the task. And you are, let, just hear this. You are precious to him. No matter what you've done before. No matter where you've been. What side of the tracks you grew up on. You are precious in the eyes of God. He chose you specifically. You are choice and precious. And that's how we come to him. We don't come to him. Oh God, will, will you accept me? No, 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 no. He's already accepted you. He's already chosen you. Lord, I trust by faith that I am accepted. Choice and precious to you. Glory to God. Your choice and your precious. You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. Boomerang, you're being built up right now as a spiritual house. God's building something. Bigger than you can even see right now. 
I would say, bigger than even I can see. He's building something in you. We don't get weary in well-doing, but we let him build the house. And not only in Boomerang, but in each individual person. And I want to tell you again, I believe in you to be the house of God that God has designed you to be. I believe in you and I trust in you to be the kind of people that put down that stuff we talked about at the beginning and step into by faith the choosing and the precious vision that God has for you. So that now God can knit you together and he can take this one and that one and and this one and that one and put you together and form a team, a part of the wall of the house. And then he'll grab this one and that one and this one and they'll all fit together perfectly and form this knit wall that's so strong. There's no gaps. There's there's no there's no mortar needed because he is the one who's building the house. And that's what he's doing with you right now. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house for a holy priesthood. To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Right now, every day of every week, the actions of Boomerang are offering up sacrifices to God. As individuals and as a body. Every time my phone goes off and I get another salvation report. There it is. There's somebody else who's offering up their time, their courage, and their effort for another soul to know him for the rest of eternity. And you are offering up spiritual sacrifices of worship. Every time they choose to put down a bad thought, to not be led by emotion, but to be led by the Spirit of God. Every time they choose for a choice to go after God instead of going after the world, they're offering up a spiritual sacrifice. That's who you are. The kind of sacrifices that are acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Every time you choose the fire of God, the normal of God, not just the world's normal, it's a spiritual sacrifice. I want you to see these verses too. I started to take them out and the Holy Spirit said, no, leave these in here. Verse 6, for this is contained in scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a choice stone, a precious cornerstone. And he who believes in him will not be disappointed. This precious value then is for you who believe. But for those who disbelieve, the stone which the builders rejected, this became the very cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. For they stumble because they are disobedient to the word. And to this doom, they were also appointed. You see, there's people today, there's people then that stumbled over Jesus. He didn't come the way they thought he was going to come. He, he didn't present himself as the conquering king. He was, he was not the way they expected the Messiah to come and they stumbled over him. And they fell. Today, a lot of times, the work of God does not look like the way you think it's supposed to. And you're not in the place where you think you ought to be. And yet, 
there's still got to be a people that will not stumble over what the Holy Spirit is telling them to do. They'll get over themselves and get on with the work of God. They'll say yes. This is how a house is built. This is how a house of strength is built. Where people put down themselves and start to walk in the things that God's called them to. They don't get weary in well-doing. They're obedient. They're selfless. They go after God and they constantly present the spiritual sacrifices that God himself will accept and find acceptable. They say, Lord, I like to do this, but I know you don't want me to, so I put it down. I don't want to do this, but you want me to, so I will. Well, this is not my favorite thing. But it needs doing in the house of God. It needs doing to advance the kingdom. I'll do it. If nobody else does, Lord, I will. There's got to be people that will say yes. Can you imagine the criticism that Mary and Joseph endured by her yes and his yes? Can you imagine the criticism? Can you imagine the pressure on the flesh? Can you imagine the pressure on the flesh? And yet, they held to their yes. They held to serving God. And because of it, because of it, stop. Because of it. The king of kings came into the world with such great news. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. They held on to the yes, even when their flesh didn't feel like it. But you're not the ones who will stumble over him. You won't stumble over what he's called you to do. You are a chosen race. You, Boomerang, are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. You are a chosen race. You, I'm talking to you. You are a chosen race. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A holy body of people. This is who you are. This is why you will have the best year that you've ever had. Because you're a holy people. Given. A body that's given to Him. For God's own possession. Do you realize right now what God's moving you into? He's longed to do this for all time. He's longing to gather us together and to say, that's my people. That's my body. Look at Boomerang right now. Look at them. Look what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. Look at the fruit. Look at the region that they're impacting. They're mine. They're my possession. They are holy and chosen. Royal priesthood. They are precious in my sight. They're mine. To be longed for by God. What an honor.
What an honor. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him. Why does He want to do this? So that we would proclaim everything that's excellent with Him. Who's called us out of darkness and into His marvelous light. Into His marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Every single one of us at one point felt alone and felt like there was no hope for us in some way, some form or fashion. And yet now today, God says, I got a plan for you. It's personal. I want you. And I've got a plan for you. And this is what I'm telling you. For Boomerang in 2017, the end of it, and 2018, you're about to see it turn into what he wants. You're about to see what you've been destined for. You're about to see it. As you choose to put down the flesh and say yes to God, you're about to see what God has planned for you. You once were not a people. You weren't anybody. You had no mercy and no hope. But now you're a people. Now you have a place and you have hope. And God's about to show up and do some stuff in your life and in this place. Who are you? You're a chosen race, a royal priesthood. A holy body of Christ, God's very own possession. In Galatians chapter 3, it says, Even so, Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Therefore, be sure that it is those who are of faith who are sons of Abraham. So when Abraham believed God, he was reckoned to righteousness. And then those who are of faith, they are the sons of Abraham. Verse 8 says, The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel, preached the good news beforehand to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed in you. This is what he did. Uh, Paul, come here, please. He said, come here, Abraham. Come here. He said, listen, I want to tell you the good news. The blessing of God is going to come on you. And then all the nations of the whole world will be blessed in your blessing." It'll be blessed in you. It'll be blessed through you. I'm going to anoint you. I'm going to give you the blessing. And I'm going to anoint you. But then you're going to be a blessing to all the nations. 
Now, faith without works is dead. So he could just agree or he could go to work and activate that faith. And so he started on the route, running the race, going down the path that God had chose for him. And all of a sudden, through Abraham, all the nations were blessed. Thank you. This is the same thing that he's telling you because he says you are a son of Abraham. Verse 9 says this, So then, those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham the believer. Therefore, they're blessed in the same way. They're blessed in the same way that Abraham was. Our job still to this day is to receive the blessing of God so that you can be a blessing. You are blessed to be the blessing. You are blessed to be the blessing. You are blessed, boomerang, you're blessed to be the blessing. You're blessed to be the blessing. Close your eyes right now. Don't just hear my voice, but hear the voice of your Father, your loving Father, speaking to you right now. You are blessed to be the blessing. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed to be the blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing in the lives of people. When you go to the restaurant, you're blessed to be a blessing. When you go to Walmart, you're blessed to be a blessing. When you talk to your boss, you're blessed to be a blessing. When you walk uh, home, when you walk in the door at home, you are blessed to be a blessing. That's who you are. That's your identity. That's who God wants you to be. That's a household. That's the royal priesthood. That's the chosen people of God. That's His own possession. You are blessed to be a blessing. You carry the anointing of God. You carry the power of God. You carry miracles in you. You carry salvation in you. You carry healing in you. You carry deliverance. You carry freedom in you. That's who you are. That's who you are. Say, I receive it. I receive it. You are blessed to be a blessing. It's a new day in your life. You carry it with you everywhere you go. Guess what happens when you start letting God bless you? Come here, George. When all of a sudden you start letting God come through you and bless other people, there's a residual effect. And all of a sudden, you might have the blessing pouring through you, but some of it sticks and gets on you. And all of a sudden, there's more and more and more, and it just builds up. That's what the anointing is. It's the fatness of His glory. It builds up on you. It's a good kind of fat. Amen? And glory again. We can say, I need some good kind of fat. Glory to God. It builds up. It builds up on you. And you get fat with the goodness of God. That's the anointing. Not physically fat. Supernaturally fat. Amen. Can I get it? Amen. Good. Amen. Because there's a residual. But it comes by recognizing who you are. You're blessed to be a blessing. This year, Boomerang, I see in you, I see the light rising in you.
I see the light rising in you. I see the light. I see individuals rising up to who God called them to be. I see people stepping into the place that God's desired them to be. I see people stepping into the first steps of their destiny. I see individuals realizing who they really are in Jesus and not making excuses for it anymore. But say, I'm, I'm called to be a blessing. And in order for me to be a blessing, if I'm called to be a blessing, that means God didn't leave me uh, empty handed. That means I got something right now. Maybe I've had it for a long time, but I recognize it and I'll let it go. I'm going to let the fire of God flow through me. I'm going to let His glory flow through me. I'm going to get that glory and I'm going to give it to other people. It's not mine to keep. It's not just to heal me. It's not just to bring my provision. It's to get it into the lives of people. That's the call. That's the plan. And all of a sudden you'll start to realize I've had this. In Jesus. Now it's time to let it go. If you try to grab a hold of it and keep it all for yourself, you end up being a dead sea. But if you'll let it flow, life will come out of you and you'll be filled with life. We've had prophecies now for the last couple of years that the rain is coming. The rain is coming. The rain is coming. The clouds welled up this year and started dropping a few drops. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting for there to be a downpour yeah. any minute, Amen. any moment. Amen. I'm expecting that that's what we're stepping into next year, Amen. a downpour. Yes. And when you have a downpour, what happens even if a place was a desert place? A downpour will produce the streams of God. A downpour will produce the streams of God. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2 and 3. Boomerang, this is a verse for you today. And here's what it needs. It needs you to grab a hold of it with faith. I'm grabbing a hold of it with faith. But it's not meant for me to do it alone. It's not meant for just Nicole and I to do it. It's not meant for just the leadership team and I to do, to grab a hold of this by faith. It's not just meant for us and the volunteers to grab a hold of it by faith. It's meant for all of Boomerang to hear the word of the Lord, grab a hold of it by faith, put some expectation in it, and see it come to pass. And if all of us will grab a hold of it, we will see the glory of God. Now it will come about that in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains. That's going on right now. All the world is about to figure out God had it right the whole time. He's the chief of all the mountains. They're about to figure out, they're figuring out government didn't have the answers. Hollywood didn't have the answers. Science didn't have the answers. 
God's had it right the whole time. Everything else is unraveling. That's the age that we're in. We're in the last of the last days. And it's all unraveling. And it'll be in the hands of a people that say yes to God. The mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains and will be raised above the hills and all the nations will stream to it. Boomerang, God wants to establish you as one of his mountains and the nations, the people will stream to it. As the downpour of God comes, streams are produced and many people will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us concerning his ways, and that we may walk in his path, for the law will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. We represent the house of God. We represent the mountain of God. We also represent a place that will not make excuses for it. We represent a place that will move in abundance and not, not be scared of it. Not be, not be tempted to shy away because people say, well, that's just strange. Well, I don't understand the Holy Ghost. Well, I don't know if God wants you to be in abundance. I think He wants you to have debt. That's just the way the world is. We'll, we don't go down that path because we trust God. A place where God's will is done in the earth as it is in heaven. Where God's normal can be. That's what we represent. A place where God can be God. It's in this day that this is being established. And there'll be people that still trip and stumble over the rock of offense in Jesus. There'll be people that still trip and stumble. But we will not be those people. We will say, look, and we'll put ourselves in here. It's talking about us. We're just going to make it. We're going to, it's talking about the body of Christ for all who will accept it. We're going to take our lane and we're going to put our name right there and we're going to believe God. This to me, he woke me up this morning and started talking to me about this verse about you to tell you today. Now it will come about in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord in Boomerang will be established as one of the chief of all mountains. And boomerang will be raised above the hills, and all the nations, all the peoples will stream to it. And many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord at boomerang, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us concerning his ways, and that we may walk in his paths, for the law will go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. In other words, they will hear from God in this place. They will have a desire in their heart to hear from the Lord. And they'll know that Boomerang will stand for him and will not make excuses. They'll know that this is a people that's accepted his ways. And they won't make excuse to go any other way but the normal of God. They don't want the normal of the world. They want the normal of God. And they will hunger and they will thirst after it. And they will not make excuse. And they, they will not go into that very first verse where it talked about all the bad stuff we shouldn't do. They won't do that. They won't move over into sin. 
sin and hypocrisy and greed and scandal. They will put their flesh down. They will step into the things of God and be a people, a royal priesthood, a royal family, the kings and priests of God. They will step into being the choice and precious stones that God wants to build this house in. That's you. And that's where we're headed. Father, I just praise you for where you're leading us. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, Father. Dutiremo o repetis tu frambo, bisque, mangibilo o cimelcho tu fost, fribememes tu carabasta. Boomerang, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a holy body. Boomerang, you are a people for God's own possession. You're a people of God's own possession. You are blessed to be a blessing and you will choose God over your flesh. You will choose God over the world. You will choose to be the light inside of deep darkness and nations will come to the glory that arises in you. Nations will come. And this year, this new year will be the best year that you've ever had for all who receive it. Father, we praise you. Lord, we receive your word to us today. We receive what you have planned for us. We receive the being of your people. We receive the downpour and Father will say yes to you. Father, we receive the new streams. Father, we receive... A royal priesthood. A holy nation. Your word says when we come together to remember you, Jesus, and to remember not just that you're our Lord and our King, but remember the character and nature and the price that you paid. You said yes when your body was screaming no. When people needed help and they were dying all around you, they did not have the light, they needed the light, you decided that you would burn bright even though it would draw the attention that would kill you. Father, as this community and this region needs the light of Christ, no matter what it brings on us or draws on us, we will remember and esteem the sacrifice. Father, you planted a seed of your son. Jesus, you planted the seed of your life. And now by the Holy Spirit's strength, Lord, let us be the ones that pay the fruit back, that give the fruit of the seeds that you've sown. You paid and planted the seed of your life. Now let you reap mine. 
Let you reap our lives, Lord. Lives that will say yes, no matter what the cost. Lives that will say, Jesus, you're my Lord. You're the director of my life. I won't make excuses for it. But I will esteem the body and the blood for what it's worth. I'll stop going after my own stuff and start going after yours. I won't seek my life and all my plans first. I'll seek your kingdom and your righteousness first. I'll say yes. And then I'll say yes again. And then I'll say yes again. Lord, we're a people that will tell you yes. We'll take steps towards you and never away. That's who we are. Lord, let us be a body. Let Boomerang be a body that you look down and you are so pleased with. Let us get to heaven and you say, oh, here's Boomerang. Look at all of them. Well done, good and faithful servants. Well done, Boomerang. Good job. A body that will go after you, serve you, grow in you, and help others to do the same. A house of love and prayer, living in abundance, winning souls, and making disciples for Jesus. Jesus is not just a statement or a vision it's a way to esteem the body and the blood. And we do that today. You've given us a vision. You've planted us in a vision. And we receive the responsibilities of that vision. We'll say yes. Pray this with me. Just say, Father, right now, I declare Jesus is my Lord and Savior. He's the director of my life. He calls the shots. And I'm obedient. And when He took my sin on Him, it led Him to death, hell, and the grave. But Father, I believe that You brought Him back to life. And when You brought Him back and raised Him up, You raised me up with Him. You gave me the ability to be filled with the Holy Spirit and all strength and power to live this life and be your witness. Holy Spirit, I ask that you fill me, strengthen me, empower me to say yes to God and to be the witness that you've called me to be. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Just sit on that for a second. What have you committed to? Before you partake of the body and the blood, what commitment have you made? Is He truly your Lord? Or are those just loose lips? Is that really the condition of your heart? And if so, then it, it demands change in our lives. It demands change. You can't be the same. It demands it. I can't live for myself anymore if he's Lord. So as we take a moment, let's esteem the body and the blood. Jesus, you're who we are. You chose us. You gave yourself for us. There's no other response of love but to give ourselves to you wholeheartedly, 
with everything we have. Lord, today we honor the body and the blood of Jesus, the commitment, the character, the nature. And we put the same on us, no matter what the cost, we say yes to you. No matter what our flesh wants to do, we say yes to you. We're a holy people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, chosen, choice, and precious. Lord, we receive it today. We're blessed to be a blessing and to let it flow through us. When you feel like you've come to the place of proper esteem and not despising the body and the blood, you may take it.